Yo, good morning, campers. Don't know why I say campers. Just feels right. What feels right, I tell you, is the bed that I'm lying on. I've got recently into the habit <clears throat> of not holding the microphone near my face, or of sitting cross-legged on my bed. Well, it's my it's my attic bed, uh, if one can say it, my own bed, and crossing my legs, putting a pillow on top, and have my iPad with Bluetooth keyboard. My ad, there's nothing worse than typing on an iPad. But I tell you what, what I realised was that Apple Mac keyboards on laptops have become so so hard to use the fingers just literally go break by using them because there's so little give and then so i got this bluetooth i can say headset but i definitely haven't got a headset although that might be easier than holding the phone in my hand like i am doing now it's bluetooth though wow it's just so softy nothing like a softy right anyway i have some questions so this is somewhat different in that I am actually going to answer a few questions that I need to to uh, articulate to somebody who is helping me write something, which is subsequently going to help us, me, forward slash, um, launch something in a week, in fact, from now. Something's very close to my heart, something close to our sort of a, what we call creative empowerment mission, us two. So anyway... <clears throat> That was a lovely little du jour intro, wouldn't I? First of all, let me just say hello. I've had a bit of a whirlwind week. If any of you have seen the gram, um, you'll have seen that. Um, yeah, it, it was... Look, look, I'll come back to that later because there's, there's a whole plug in that. And right now, I just need to get this done because one of the things I've realised is that as I've got more sort of perpendicular, i.e. not perpendicular because I assume that doesn't mean what I'm assuming I'm trying to mean by saying that, what it means is, as I've grown up or growing up, as <clears throat> I starting to understand myself better, I think I better understand how uh, to, to utilise each day and extract the most moisture from the situation. God, I'm such a Shakespearean these days. And so I realised that although there's many things I need and want to do today, it's always best to try to par- participate in the prioritisation of thus things in order to get them done in a logical order and certainly ones that mean that people are awaiting uh, such delights as the thing I'm about to pour onto your ear will be able to get on with their day. So enough of that. Luckily, I can edit this. Um, and here goes. So I've got some questions around uh, something that we're calling first mile. And uh, this is, yeah, I'm not going to go into what it is because that would be, of, of course, A, that would be telling you what it is that we're launching next week. And B, um, I'll get told off um, because imagine the uh, secrecy around thus launch. But also, <clears throat> that's not what this is about. This is like a preamble to that, and this is uh, a pre-juicing. And in fact, those who are lucky enough to listen to this right now, live and direct, will be able to see the output of such a, a, a beautiful encapsulation of words. Anyway, back to it. So first, Ma, I've got questions. The questions that I was given to answer. What was the initial business idea that took you to, to, to your... Okay, let me give you some context here. Basically, I started us two with Sinks 15, over 15 years ago now. And one of the things that we were able to... Well, that we were um, given as a kind of launch pad was, we think, he said four, I say five, it's around 5,000 pounds we were given. 
So on Leaving Big Animal, which is the small micro agency, which we, we very much learned how to, to enjoy the, the cross collaboration of both work and play. And it was an incredible three years together where we were sort of nurtured by, you know, a somewhat insane founder, but an incredible founder who really, really did teach us, I guess, <clears throat> the very foundations of what us two would become. He gave us uh, a belief that work does not have to be work. And in fact, when we started us two, you know, we, we certainly did work. But my gosh, we also wanted to build a, a, a haven for, for people who would want to sort of, who, who wanted to, who didn't, who didn't fucking clock on nine to five. It was people that, it was, it was a lifestyle. It was a way of life and it was a rite of passage for all of us designers to go on this mission together and we built a youth club. And my gosh, as, as the story goes, at one point there was like 400 people all around the world. Crazy. Anyway, so I really want to try and get to the kernel right now of how and why we started that. Or less about, sorry, less about the, the sort of the vision behind the why, but actually about the... Um, What's the word I'd use here now? I wish sometimes they would come to me, and thus, if I read more, I would get to that. But yeah, the sort of the the the, the physical attributes or the mechanical attributes, not the visceral ones. So, what was the initial business idea that you took to your dad? Well, in all honesty, there was there would have been absolutely no chance I took a business idea to my dad. I think dad and mum had both, and Sinks' parents had both have all been aware of our passion around design. We have been lucky enough to be backed to to follow our talents, to follow our curiosity, you know, uh, through throughout school life into foundation down at Brighton together, and then off to St. Martin's for Sinks and, and Bath to me. So for both of our parents, both very liberal parents, uh, and both totally appreciated creativity as a as a as an opportunity. And yeah, they backed us 100%. And so the fact that I'd been at Big Animal with Sinks for three years prior, the fact that, you know, my dad was an entrepreneur himself or is, or sorry, he's a business builder himself. I think entrepreneur almost makes me feel like it's some, you kind of, you have less. Well, I'm not going to use that word because I, I feel like entrepreneur means you have less of, um, for fuck's sake, if someone's knocked on the door, let me go, but I'll be back in a sec. Oh my gosh, running downstairs. And then to get back up again, I thought I was fit. I'm certainly not. <clears throat> yeah, back to the business idea. Yeah, because I think my parents totally understood. And, you know, it would have been as simple as me saying to dad, look, we are starting, we're going out on our own. After three years with, with Dom and Big Animal, we see an opportunity to start our own thing. Um, you know, we've got, I think, it, you know, maybe to give, you know, it, to give to give ourselves credit although i'm not sure that's credit i guess we would have it, it wouldn't have been as blase as give me five grand full stop let no questions asked but my dad wouldn't have been looking to do diligence for one i'm his son two he knew that me and sinks were best mates and sinks would grow, grow up me so he knew sinks and it would have been <clears throat> it would have been us asking for a loan we went into when we started us to knowing that one of our still our very close friends Rui, who's like one of the heads of sony now when he was starting, so when he was part of a big team, or certainly on the creative side, the 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 main player when Sony Ericsson was born, that was a perfect opportunity for us to start us to. So we would have said to Dad, "Look, we need five grand to because it would have been a cash flow thing." Now you know, bear in mind that I think Sinks would have pretty been a lot more aware of what cash flow meant. I wouldn't have. 
<clears throat> I wouldn't have paid any attention. I'm literally 15 years later only now understanding. I still don't understand, but uh, that's because actually my brain doesn't really work to be able to understand fairly sort of simplistic things or or material business things. But yeah, so it would have been, give me a loan. Could you give us five grand? We need to buy two laptops, which is exactly what we did. And as soon as we can pay you back, we will pay you back. And there was, there was maybe there was an email. I, I, could, I could even try to search it out. And I suppose I could have asked my dad, but I didn't. Uh, so yeah, it was that. How different is that? How different is that from the business you've built today? So I'm asking questions because they've actually structured these questions. I need to send the answers back. Basically, I was asked to 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 answer these things with a voice note because I find my it's a lot easier. Because actually, if I just speak from the from the heart, from the energized mind, of course, it's it's not as it's polluted with all sorts of tangations. But there will be little nuggets of absolute delight and purity because I'm not really thinking about what I'm saying right now. As you know, as you all know, that I'm free-flowing. So then I thought, rather than just do a voice note and send this back to Neef, who would then send on to Polly. Hello, Polly, by the way. Uh, I'll just put it around to JFDI because A, you are my close digital friends and we know we can keep little secrets. And B, it's interesting. And C, it means that um, you know I wanted to connect back with you all today. So anyway, so how different is what we pitched from the business that you've built today how different is that okay so what she's basically asking here is whatever it is that we pitched to my dad is that completely different to what it's today it's completely different uh but it's completely exactly the same and as you know our mantra is that we've learned along the journey is you have to change to stay the same that's an absolute given in 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 our business in our industry and because of the fact that we're super curious and because if you don't change you end up doing the same thing every day that's fucking dull so you know as i said we wouldn't have pitched a biz like this is how we're going to make money. Like it was very simple. You know, we were essentially when we started, it was a service business. We will provide a service to a client if you're going to go super molecular here, and we will get paid for doing that. Now, the, it's exactly the same today as it was then in terms of that's one of our key offerings still, and you know that is a, a fairly that is a fairly well trodden path to a commercial path but at the same time over those years because of that word curiosity we've also built in our own games company whereby we only ever produce you know we invest now like you know three or four million pounds in fact it's 2.5 i know that 2.5 million pounds per game so if you imagine right now we're working on we just finished one game we're still working on the second we're starting the third every time we start a game now is 2.5 million pounds of investment if we don't make that money back, that's money that we've sunk in, obviously paying rent, salaries, costs, etc., that we may never get back. But we do it because we believe. And of course, you know, we we resolutely understand. Well, I don't know why I use that word that, you know, that we're getting better and better and refining our processes. And, and that doesn't mean ex- like reducing our creativity. That means allowing cre- um, creativity to thrive. So, and at the same time, sorry, I just went off on a tangent there. Uh, we obviously, we obviously, but one of us, the you know, one of our, one of the areas that I'm most excited a bit about, of which this particular questions are very pertinent to in many ways, is entrepreneurship, is uh, creative um, empowerment, is supporting founders, and I do that, we do that through investing our money or nurturing or or giving people space or uh, just guiding. Uh, just guiding so it is very different you know i never said to dad give us five grand i'll pay you about really quickly but by the way in um about 15 years that five grand if you had kept it as shares would have been worth a lot more money no there was no there may even have been an interest payment if we but it would have been us saying to dad look we want to give you a bit of extra maybe we took him out for a drink 
I'm not sure. I don't think we did. Maybe Sinks, who is also answering this in his own way, using his little chubby fingers, will, um, will, will give us more context around that. When you were starting out, I should say that 11.47, I started talking about that. Uh, when you were starting out, were you aware of any other options that could have helped you, e.g. mentoring, loans for startups, etc.? Let me just pause this because if I actually do write 11.47 now, which is called a timestamp, it's going to be a lot easier than if I just listen to the whole fucking thing again, isn't it? So wait there. Okay, so when you were starting out, were you aware of any other options that could have helped you, e.g. mentoring, loans for startups, etc.? Right, so when we first started out, one thing I still remember is that we were both, Sinks and I were extremely driven, and I was probably the driver of this drive, to create something that we felt was or hadn't been done before. That was a huge drive for me, and I've actually spent the last few years trying to uh, sort of understand why that was and I think that was because of the fact my background or my growing up um uh, I've I I don't have I do so I have <clears throat> dyslexia many creatives do I also subsequently found out I've, ha- I've had ADHD for many years but I only found that out recently but there was this kind of inherent need and requirement to prove that just be- even though I was different it didn't mean that I couldn't do well, be extremely successful. Uh, and, I, and, and by being extremely successful, it's more I could just live the life I want to live, be the person I wanted to be. And so for many years, actually, we should, well, for many months at least, I can't remember if it's years or not, we kind of try to do everything ourselves. You know, and it's really important to, to make mistakes yourself. Certainly when you're in the smaller phases of life, of business life, you know, you can take risks, you can you you should and you have to make mistakes. You know, it's ironic that I jumped to 15 years and feel like as we're starting 2020, I feel like now I'm in a position to really have a go at building a, a, a business that's really, really gonna create tangible impact in this world. And so I feel because of that 15 years of 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 learnings, I feel now I'm ready. But yet, of course, 15 years ago, we felt extremely ready. We were 24. You know, we had hunger. We had we had the support of a big business, Sony Ericsson. You know, Sony Ericsson Design Center, Rui Magura. These guys, you know, from Tokyo, uh, loved us. I mean, they they nurtured us. They gave us an awful lot of work. They gave us they gave us a chance to 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 create interfaces because that's what we built in those days for you know their new range of, of phones. Know, and this burgeoning platform, I mobile was just was start was just starting, and they wanted our view on what mobile would ultimately become. And you know, when people believe in you, wow! I mean, you know, now I actually say that's probably the first time I've actually articulated that into human words. But it, you know, that was a form of mentorship uh, or certainly belief. And we worked asses off nonstop. I mean, you know, there was no, there was no like, I don't want to be doing this. It was only I wanted to be doing this. So, but in terms of like startup loans, etc., because of the fact that we were building what you know a fairly in a, a, a simple business, or sorry, because our business was going to essentially be, or the business of making money was going to be fairly easy. It's like if we provide good, if we provide a service, we get paid. So we wouldn't have looked at, my dad was always the first port of call. I don't think, you know, perhaps if we needed more cash, we would have gone to others. I mean, this is the beauty, and I guess this is part of the reason why we are going to be doing First Mile. It's obviously that 
you know, what options are there to people if they don't have parents that can support them and give them that initial £5,000 loan? So we didn't even have to think about that. You know, we actually very quickly, you know, we started the business with a project. You know, they asked us, if you're willing to go and start something, we're willing to back you. And Sings and myself sold ourselves down the river to Sony Ericsson and said, look, if you pay us both 250 quid a day, whatever that is now, was was it? No, twenty pounds an hour, twenty five pounds an hour. <clears throat> if you or less than that, if you if you buy me and Sinks' time for the whole month, I think it was twelve grand a month. Like if you guaranteed us twelve grand a month, we'll guarantee you X amount of hours, and you're going to have me and Sinks one hundred percent focused on you. So we went into this business knowing pretty much that that deal we were trying to do with them that was the only business deal me and Sinks have ever done, by the way, uh, and gave us you know that was the rock, the solid foundations that allowed us to focus on the design as opposed to having to focus on where the next job is going to come from and that means we could refine our craft as opposed um the craft design now very quickly we realized if we hired more designers sony would give us more money to use those great designs so we went from being hands-on to being hands-on to to nurture other designers to then ultimately becoming hands-on and running and building a business because the, our design start became designing us to not designing interfaces or services or products or games etc. So no, we were not, we were absolutely not aware of other ways. And what I never liked about, and I still, I don't like strings attached things. Like my dad, you know, is obviously my dad and he fucking loved me, of course, no shit. And he believed. And, you know, he was also in a position that that money probably unlikely meant much to him other than it was just crude cash. So of course, you're going to back your own son. Um, and, you know, I'm taking that spirit, by the way, into, of course, what we're doing with, with First Mile. But anyway, last one, timestamp 1729. God, I'm so efficient these days. Uh, it's because I've been taking height out of break, by the way. Heights, uh, these food supplements, the brain supplements, may I add. And, you know, I think to myself, bloody hell, is this shit snake oil? But, of course, I invest in them, so hopefully it's not. But anyway, but I swear, after a month, I feel much better. And as a non-entrepreneur, as a business owner, as us two owner, that's the only thing I ever want to own, other than I love owning percentages of other people's businesses, um, because it's cool to buy friends. Anyway, <clears throat> what does independence mean to you? Okay, that, I just realised that is actually a question. So what does independence mean to me? Independence to me means, you know, uh, being able to make the decisions that I want to make. It means being able to decide on where we want to go. It means being able to be committed to the vision and values that we have, um, which is ultra important. It means being able to be curious. It means being able to take huge risks that maybe others would never take, a la look at Monument Valley, who would have risked a million pounds when they hadn't really made a successful game prior um, on the hope that it would do super well, knowing full well that it literally was going against everything common industry convention told you, hence the reason, no doubt, it actually was successful. There's a tip from the top. So it means, yeah, independence. Let me have a little bit more. To do. Oh, you're not going to believe so I'm going to actually pause it again because I'm going to think a bit more because this is a good question. Yeah, maybe I'm repeating myself here, but <clears throat> not having to have, I, I you know, I, I have views, I, and so do Sinks. And in fact, it's funny, me and Sinks, co-founders together, best friends together, completely values aligned, completely different in the way we actually articulate our sort of, well, it's completely different in terms of the way that our brains are made up. I mean, 
it's it's especially these days we're having to we really understand how different we are in term and 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 rather than just be sort of immature or naive to the fact that we're not necessarily we're trying to solve which tr- we our job is to come to solutions together but in the past you know i didn't realize that i'd wind him up with the way i was trying to make a solution and he was trying to wind me up where he wasn't trying to and he would be wound up with the fact that he got wound up by thinking that i was trying to wind him up but now it's, it's amazing we're trying to solve a few problems right now and we're actually we've got a doc and we're actually basically we've matured the fuck up it's amazing, isn't it? But as I say, well, as I say, even though we might discuss things differently and wind each other up, our values are always the same. So that's the beauty. Um, so independent thinking, for me, is the fact that at the end of the day, I have no, no worry or concern whatsoever that anyone who inputs into me uh, and thinks is trying to get to try to knock us off our path. So being independent and allow, you know, is just a super powerful thing. I don't want to be told what to do. I will listen, don't get me wrong. And I think, you know, independence doesn't mean I don't listen to other people. In fact, one of the things I've absolutely found over the years is buying, having advisors, by mentoring other people, you actually learn so, and being mentored yourself in many ways, you, you learn so much and become a better entrepreneur. And I think certainly for me, being independent means that I can say and do what I want. Now, it doesn't mean that I would say and do what I want because you have to understand that if you say and do what you want, there are implications to what you say. And, you know, when you have a voice and you have a platform and we do and I do, then people listen or some people, not the entire universe, my ad. And so you have to be careful about what you say. You have to make sure that you think through that what are the implications of what you say. But being able to have a voice, being able to get up in the morning and just say certain stuff, be who I want. For me, it's important that as a as a owner, leader, founder, CEO, what the fuck it is that you want to call me, um, asshole. Um, me, by the way, not you. And um, I love the fact that I can. F- I I need and I want to be able to just freeform and say what I feel because I learn from those. I, I sometimes need to just learn from the outcome of whatever it is I've said. So just being able to have a voice is super important. And I think, you know, for me, so many, for me, to be a design agency without a voice would be a pretty sad thing. And to, for me to be able to have to chucky check what I, you know, what I say with somebody else and get sign off would kill me. And use the freedom is absolutely one of our values that we we try to, well, we're constantly reminding everyone else to. And that doesn't mean like <clears throat> go crazy, but it means obviously, again, like I said, think about what it is you're going to say. But by being independent, it allows us to use our voice. And that using of our voice can become and should become a big, big part of why us two is a special place and why we're commercially successful. So that's what it means to me. 2243. What were the other really important building blocks that helped you in those first few years? Right, so here, here we go. For one, a thousand percent sinks. You know, obviously a co-founder of Dreams. He's my best friend and, uh, you know, I am just so proud of, of the fact that we've been friends for 31, 32 years. We're still best mates. We are still to this day as excited about, in fact, more excited now about going forward with us too. And we understand each other better, which means we are going to waste less time fracturing each other and wind each other up. Two, Lise, my wife. Sinks and Lise, my wife, are my backbone without a shadow of a doubt. 
Lisa's been there from day one. I mean, I've been with her for 22 years. She was asked to in the early years. She came and joined us to help us. Although she's a designer, she's also extremely good at organisation. And administration is a bad word, but it's about structure. It's about, and she has an extremely low tolerance to anyone who is a joke, whereas I basically would always adopt jokes. <laughs> um, and so having her at the very beginning, I remember after about six months of starting us to, it was like, we need a bit of help here, getting a lot of our shit together so me and things can truly focus on digital work. Uh, she's a branding designer and we didn't do branding, so she, we couldn't use those skills. But my gosh, her coming in there and and I think... Because me and Sinks is funny. She said this before. She would comment that me and Sinks would always be a bit annoyed. I, mean, I doubt we would have said it, but there's no way you don't know when we're annoyed just from the way we kind of, uh, we sort of infuse this energy or annoyance energy. And she said, oh God, you used to get so annoyed when I would get everyone to go for lunch or we would, uh, we would eat together. Because I was like, why would you not eat on your desk? And so you can keep going, keep focusing on the work you're doing. That is for me and Sinks all we ever dreamed of. We couldn't stand the idea. But you know what? Bringing that, bringing that understanding of people and empathy and community is what Leash brought in. So my gosh, uh, <clears throat> those first few years were incredible. Marcus, he is uh, he owns about eleven percent of us. Do we gave him uh, within about a year of us? Do we gave him that percentage? Remember the back of a taxi in Tokyo in Japan? We were so drunk uh, and just felt like the right time. I was in the front, sinks in the back, Marcus in the back. We said, Marge, guess what? What? We want to give you ten percent. Hey, had no idea what that meant or the implication, but we did it. Um, use the freedom <clears throat> and uh, Marcus has been with us and still with us now so you know having some having a few constants within us too so I've got constant sinks a constant Marcus and a constant lease they that is everything to me because of lease um lease we we again about a year in we had David Fettis, who um, a very successful, ran like, the top five insurance companies, which you think, well, insurance, design, completely different. But again, there's building blocks you need around business. And he, David, helped bring us in um, Jonathan, I think his name Jonathan Coker. Um, so amazing South African man, brilliant. In fact, I need to find out where he is now. And he and David helped us hire, ultimately, Paul, who was our uh, CFO up until recently with us 10 years, and he was, you know, he's now, our, he's our CFO, was, sorry, but he's now, and we're only speaking to him yesterday, we speak to him all the time, he's our CFO, our chief friend officer. Having somebody who is absolutely focused on the finances, that backbone of finances, was incredible, and that we wouldn't have been able to build us two without him, and he's our, one of our best friends now, and that's incredible. And so, you know, having David... That came from Lisa because that was her uncle, who brought in Jonathan on a sort of very, um, you know, sort of once a week basis, and those two together helping us hire someone like a CFO, who of course, even though it was still quite early, probably only about thirty of us by then, but I think they could see that we were going somewhere. Mobile was booming, and we needed to capitalise on that, and we needed somebody. We wanted, although we were a load of naive kids still, like 24, 25, 26, we needed to bring someone who's a little bit older than us who had been there, done that. And um, and I think when, I remember when Paul came in, fuck me, he had been in some big private equity back businesses and seen the sort of what can happen when you go, when you only exclusively focused on the commercials uh, and on, or, or on hacking every little bit of life out of a business to retain only the focus on money. And of course, you know, we wanted to be cool, Marshall. We wanted to be um, creative. We wanted to be all about community and we wanted to treat people right because we believe that when you treat people right, great things happen. But we also wanted to be below the surface, have our processes absolutely spot on. So we had that as well. 
you know, I think, you know, we were in an industry which inc- was... Uh, was increasingly becoming social socialized via social platforms, which meant that someone like me, who's super curious and super loudmouth and super talky, was able to sort of make friends within the industry, even though I never physically left my studio because we never wanted to actually leave because we were so lazy. We just loved making the studio itself incredible. But I think because of that, uh, that emergence of social, you know, curiosity again meant that I would just went out there and I was able to use my voice uh, and create a a a, a a, a lot, bring a cast a light on us two uh, in those early days. Um, and because of the, you know, I was wearing wigs and just being slightly sort of daft and slightly fucking ridiculous. And, but that doesn't matter because I was trying to prove to myself, I was just showing that you could do whatever you wanted, it had no impact on the actual quality and the outcome of the work you did. And you don't have to be some total fucking bore uh, in order to run a design company. You could be whatever you wanted. You can appreciate that everyone's different, and I certainly did. Uh, other important building blocks. Uh, ha- yeah, having having a, a contract with Sony Ericsson that was a guarantee. You know, every month that if we worked a certain hour, if we worked hours and we worked more hours, we could charge by the hour. That was heaven sent. And for three or four years, you know, we we that was the building block. We had everything. You know, we also had, you know, so that was amazing. So on a commercial level, we already had that. And it wouldn't be, it would be three or four years until we sort of built beyond that. And of course, started doing our own IP as well, releasing our own games, experiments, and starting investing. But those early years, having that guarantee, that pillar client that we built everything around that allowed us to build the Malma Studio. Um, and then finally other pillar clients like, for example, American Express, you have to remember is why we opened New York. And so it's like having those pillar clients, the lockdown on contracts was absolutely everything to us. And, and finally, I guess, uh, luck, you know, mobile booming. We were in mobile before anyone cared or even knew about mobile. And we were having to explicitly tell people, our peers, that although we were in the mobile design world, uh, trust me, we were still doing cool stuff because everyone thought of mobile as like really boring. So we were lucky that we had built a big company actually around the mobile interface design before all the big design agencies had even any clue. So it was luck. It was timing. And we had passion. And we had beer, a lot of it, and we love beer. You know, when you start a business, when you're super young and you've got nothing to worry about other than the fact that you um, it, you focus everything on vibe and and just having a laugh. And we built a youth, you know, a very timely business. And although the last few years, you know, through the last three or four years, we've been we've been migrating from you know the youth center madness to a really really purposeful, impactful, focused business that with that's gonna, you know, we want to become one of the defining studios of all time, or studio groups. Should I say we're a family? Sure. As I say, we're not just one studio. We're multiple, seven studios. We're a games company. We're an investment company. We're starting a charity one day soon, and this is the first start of it. So anyway, that's it. So there's loads of things there. Hopefully there's lots of juice there. That's the marinade of how we started, and that why I'm super fucking pumped to launch what we're going to launch next week, and it's the start of something huge, and it's the start of something, well, huge in terms of impact for us, and I'm very excited about it, and I've no idea if anyone else is excited about it, but certainly for the people that it impacts certainly should be, and if they're not, then I don't know what the hell is going on in life. Bye.